0: I'm here with Forrest Burgess. We're having a little bonus discussion. Yeah, here. After party conversation. You're so nice to stick around because I had a bunch of, I got to know my none of my questions about the. She's <laughs> so. quite all right. Yeah. I do have a question and you've talked about this a little bit in some other podcasts, but uh, mm-hmm. what are some of the episodes or some of the mysteries or phenomena that you think will be explained in our time? Because they had the, you know, the Dyatlov Pass new findings. Right. And, Right. Familiar heart new findings. Is, is there a big mystery that you guys have covered that you think is going to be solved in in our wow. time? Yeah, what a great
1: question. I I think uh well with the ones the two that you mentioned, uh what this is what's interesting and and you have to if you're interested in these topics uh and just any kind of strange mysterious stories you have to pay attention to what you're reading and the tone of it because again it's like we were talking about in the main show here recording with you is that you know people fall under their same uh, human nature habits and then and uh you know scott and i both uh poured over the uh the the wired article on dyatlov pass and the uh-huh. new findings about micro avalanches and uh what that could uh the possibility of that and the likelihood and you have all these headlines saying, there you go, mystery solved. You know, 64-year-old mystery, whatever, totally solved. In the article, one of the two researchers says, I want to be clear. This is <laughs> this doesn't mean
0: this is solved. This is just – They a, always say that.
1: They always say that. Well, yeah, because they, they want to – say they, solved. Well, yeah. You and I, Max, talked about this. It was Scott. Uh, you know, in the main part of the recording is that um, – a lot of times people want to claim mystery solved because they want to file it away. Like, okay, we're done with that. Right. We don't have to uh, worry about that anymore. It wasn't some, it wasn't weird aliens or alien yetis uh, or secret government Russian experiments with uh, neurotoxins. It it was just a micro avalanche. It's like, well, that certainly could be part of it. Uh, and, And it was fascinating what they, what the researchers came up with. Uh, but it's one, as they will tell you themselves, it's one part of this mystery that may have been solved, not totally. but uh, so with that case in particular, uh, I'm not sure until some you know secret Russian government uh, documents are unearthed, uh, we're not gonna know, but the possibility of it being solved, possibly yeah. in our lifetimes might happen. Uh, same thing with Amelia Earhart. Uh, as much as we've dove into that with Chris Williamson and his podcast and, and other people related to the, the search, there is a plane at Buca mm-hmm. Island that uh, it looks and appears to be uh, very similar to an Electra uh, a you know, 10E, which was Amelia's plane. Do you know where they are with that? Are they, do they are they still trying to get funding to get it? Or? Uh, yeah, they're still looking for funding. I mean, they're kind of uh, they're still struggling uh, with trying not to get into an impasse here. In that, uh, uh, you know, it takes a tremendous amount of money, um, and they were trying to get interest from uh, one of the cable shows or somebody to come in. And, Surely, there's uh, got to be somebody who wants to. Well, show. you'd think, but I mean, in the TV world, as we were talking about, uh, in your main show, again, it's, it's, that's a whole other world. and It has to do with uh, viewership and money essentially, and, uh, what's been done before. Uh, so the, the documentary that came out, uh, the lost evidence, uh, about the, uh, the photo that of possibly shows, uh, two, uh, Caucasian people on a dock at Jaluit, uh, Jelluit and uh, where they should not be, uh, you know, they come up with that and that's tried to be debunked. And uh, it, again, that's also not mystery solved. It's not also fully debunked. It's just that a, a big flap occurred. So that that throws off a lot of uh, potential networks about, like, well, I don't know, that seemed to be kind of a mess. We're not sure we want to get into do Well, that was a while ride, hole. that whole. Yeah, fact, it was yeah, uh, it was a totally a wild ride. Right. Like, but but here's here's my point is that any bit of information can unearth at any point, uh, like we saw with those, or some piece of new research, or something. Uh, heck, the uh, the Patterson Gimlin original film, the 16 millimeter film, is so, unless it got thrown out and it's in a trash heap, it's somewhere in someone's drawer. They just don't know it. It's uh, somebody may have it. They don't know what they have. They haven't looked at it. Uh, what that would tell us is that uh, it doesn't – again, that doesn't prove a Bigfoot exists, but it's going to be a lot – there's going to be a lot more definition because everything that we've been looking at is a copy of that original film, yep. that re, uh, color reversal film. So if we had that, it might be a little sharper. Maybe you see more muscle movement. Maybe you see more fur that would be, be hard to uh, duplicate by somebody making a costume. So uh, as far as your general question though, uh, what I think in in, in our lifetime – Yeah, possibly, uh, Amelia Earhart. If something could be done uh, with more excavation and uh, archaeological marine um, uh, work to bring up some more evidence, it's possible that uh, we could at least find out who the two people are that are in that plane that were reported. And and, uh, again, even if it's not uh, Fred Noonan and Amelia Earhart, who are those people? They shouldn't be there. Right. That plane should not be there where it is. What's the story there? What's that mystery? So one mystery usually leads to another. Uh, Somerton Man, possibly um, if somebody comes forward, there's more DNA work that's been uh, uh, Dr. Abbott uh, has uh, been working on it, but been stalled by the cold pandemic thing. Yeah. So his research been put on a little bit of a, a hold, but there's some DNA, DNA work being done. That might be solved. So, yeah, I think there's a possibility that anything could be solved at any time, or there might be some kind of <laughs> global, uh, let's say, uh, you know, disclosure, Yeah, uh, full disclosure. We've already seen little bits of it Yeah, uh, from the Pentagon, which I find people ask, is it is happening? It's like, it's happened a little.
0: Yeah. And they um, always say, like, where are all the pictures? You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson I was always saying, like, <laughs> where's all the photos? Where are all the pictures? Like, they, they've released some. Yeah, well, well, here's the this government. is government
1: absolutely, and here's my other big point with uh, with a lot of that when people say that because they say that about everything. Like, it, where's if there's Bigfoot? Where's where's a really good photo? Where's a really good uh, piece of footage? Uh, you know that that shows uh, uh, a Bigfoot, not just a blurry photo or something that's too crisp and we can clearly see it's a gorilla suit. Uh, where are all the ghosts? Where's the ghost evidence? There's no evidence for ghosts the big point about all this philosophically is it depends on what you believe is evidence. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, the PGF, the Patterson Gimlin film uh, quite possibly could be a, a, a clip of a Bigfoot walking. Yeah. If you want to believe it, because all the other ex- mundane explanations don't
0: add up to me. This does not fit. That's a good one to walk people through. Cause when you show them like, you know, the tracked one with the muscle movement and all that. Yeah. That's really fun to see people kind of, at least come around a little bit on that one. Like, well, you, there's new species every day, discovered every day. Yeah. You know, sci- yeah. Like stuff. We learn crazy stuff in science and all that every day. Why can't there be some of these? Oh, certainly.
1: A, a, a new article popped up yesterday about, uh, was it life forms in Antarctica that should yep. not exist there? Yeah. There's so much of this world. Uh, what is it? We've explored. Uh, what was it less? Uh, less certainly than 15 percent, maybe less than 10 percent of the world's oceans. We don't know what's down there. That could be anything. So <clears throat> when people say there's no evidence, it's like yes, there is, but you just may not accept that as evidence. Yeah. So, but when the Pentagon tells you and the Navy says, yeah, these videos are real, not doctored. This is what we saw and. People are you you still people fight that? Uh, With Jeremy Corbell Lockyer, the uh, Jeremy Lockyer Corbell, uh, he would call himself uh, Mister Four Names. Uh, You know when you watch his interactions with uh, viewers, uh, and he's got some great documentaries uh, with Bob Lazar, and also uh, you know about the Tic Tac video and all that. uh, People still fight him. And just say, well, these pilots don't know what they're looking at. It's like, they know a lot more than you, dude. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but but people, it's like, I still don't want to believe it. It's like, well, that's fine. Uh, but uh, if the Pentagon says that this is real, and the Navy does, it's like, I'll at least believe the videos are real.
0: And just Although like you were saying, saying, it's not believing, takes as much work. You know, it's it's just as big a leap to not believe in something sometimes sometimes. As it is to believe in something. Yeah, at, at some point, you know, again, it's such a personal thing. You're going to have to decide for
1: yourself, and then what does that mean to you? How does uh, what if you? Uh, how are you defined if you don't believe? What may eventually become obvious? Uh, what what kind of person are you if you do take a leap and believe in something that most people don't? And in the the latter part, a lot of that is. Uh, people believing in something because it happened to them. They saw something that's just, uh, you know, our good friend, Rob. And there's the, you know, the, the most sane people we've come across and, and, uh, uh, had gotten to know Rob Christopherson saw some weird cryptid on his walk to work one morning. And the, the guy knows cryptids, he knows UFOs, like the back of his hand. He knows all that research. And, uh, it was only maybe 20 feet away, 20, 25 feet away. Yeah. And, and, uh. He can't tell you what it is but he he knows it's no certain uh, regular animal that's known to to science at the, at the at the moment and he did have that experience uh, I've known people that uh, again i've I've seen evidence of uh at least with um uh, electronic gear and uh physical evidence that was happening that shouldn't have on several ghost hunts I've been on mm-hmm I have not been scratched I've not uh, I've seen possibly an apparition I'm still not even decided about that but my point you know I talked about that in uh, the, our Waverly series that uh, I think I saw a person walk in front of James Willis in the hallway when no one else did uh, or actually some I thought somebody else there in the party had seen them also walk in front of him. But afterwards, they didn't remember it. So there's a lot (laughs) going on there. And then you start to question yourself. Again, it's like, it's not that I don't believe it. I don't know what to make of that because uh, you start to doubt yourself. But I still have that lasting memory of, uh, no, there was a dude there. I didn't, if there wasn't, I wouldn't have seen anything. I would not have remarked on it. So obviously, I saw somebody walk in there who who turned and walked into a room that we checked a few seconds later, and they're gone. There's nobody in there. There's nobody walking down the hall. Where could they have gone? Uh, but it it wasn't this spooky ghost, you know, with, with a, a
0: Victorian outfit, or it wasn't the. That's hat what my man. dad saw was a Victorian outfit. Did no, he a woman in a polka dot dress? Yeah, really? He was, yeah. Wow. And uh, he also has seen a lot. He he loves this stuff, but his story yeah. hasn't changed, you know. For yeah, for. Thirty years. well, yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying you know
1: people some people really want you to believe their stories, and I do believe sometimes they might embellish uh, aspects of a real oh, yeah. uh, genuine occurrence or sighting. Uh, and then they think, well, no, that's not enough. I need to add some bits to the story and then it kind of gets ridiculous <laughs> at some point. but then uh, and then there's other
0: people just making up stuff for attention. it's it's runs the gamut. You know, that's we'll, what I was going to ask you. I asked you a question about that. Do does everyone you meet now? Do they tell you about their experience, their paranormal, or
1: uh, no? Excitement? Well, here's if you meet them in person. Certainly, we've we've had uh, thousands of emails now. Uh, oh, sure, yeah, that's right. You know, uh, there might be ten thousand emails, and or just communication because it comes in from all platforms, and and we try our best to read each one. And how you know people ask for help, or we'll try and point them to somebody. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so those are, you know, yeah, we've called out on the show, like, yeah, please send us your stories or whatever. We'll try and read them. We don't have time to respond to everyone, but, uh, as much as we'd like to, but, uh, uh so people send us stories because, <laughs> and a lot of times what you'll say in the email is like, I'm sending you this, I've never told much yeah. of anybody else, but I know you guys aren't going to think I'm crazy or laugh at me. And that's the big point. If they tell your closest friends, they might, like I said, they might, uh, punch you in the shoulder, <laughs> roll their eyes, like, oh, come on, man, you're just putting me on. Uh, and you might leave it at that, but you were trying to relay something honestly. And so you, yeah, after a while, people don't tell their stories. So in person, um, you know, with my circle of friends, certainly, uh, I know most of their stories uh, because, again, we're not afraid to talk about that. But also mm-hmm. I haven't really actively asked them. And, and I certainly don't do that to strangers <laughs> eh, unless you're having a few beers. And then in the conversation, <laughs> I was like, hey, have you ever seen anything weird? And here's the other thing is that a lot of times most people will say, yeah, this yeah, one time will. Yeah. something happened. Because, again, they have to know what you're like and why you're asking. Yeah. Because it is a leap to even tell somebody about it. Uh, because you're putting yourself out there for ridicule, and uh, look yeah. at this nutcase. He, well, you know mm-hmm. he thinks ghosts are real, yeah, uh, and that's a person who's never seen one, <laughs> or I mean, they, yeah.
0: he, he, or they did, and they're denying it. You know, well, I was doing little. <laughs> this is so funny that this has come back up because when you guys came to Atchison, mm-hmm. I I talked to you guys because I went, and uh, it's really fun. You guys are really yeah. nice. Oh, good. Oh, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, thanks. And. Oh, we loved it. We loved it. They had like drinks with like uh, dry ice in it and stuff. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the Elk's Lodge. They're great. Yeah, yeah. it was it was so much fun. The setting was great. But uh, this is unrelated. I, I brought mm-hmm. up that I was interviewing people for their ghost stories, like short, two minutes yeah. stuff. And I just told you about it, and you go, "See, a lot, hear about a lot of cryptids or something." <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so funny, like. I was like, do I look like a cryptid guy? Like, I, uh. Uh,
1: well, no, you, you well, he, he, you know, Max, here's another interesting thing that happens with me too, is that, uh, it, I, Scott and I have talked about this, uh, certainly there's a phrase called like paranormal apathy where somehow you kind of forget about stuff. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of times, like I said, we did the show was a few years in before I realized like, oh, you know what? I, I did hear something weird, my own story i just forgotten about it. I mean, it happened decades before that, but I heard a lion roar about 20 feet from me. And I was with my buddy there. We both heard it at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, come out of nowhere. We're out of the desert. There's nothing around. There's no, there's no rocks or anything that this, uh, a big cat uh, could be hiding behind. And it certainly, it didn't sound like a hulu or it wasn't anything <laughs> otherworldly. It just sounded like a big jungle cat, like a lion or a tiger, because it was a really deep shake your chest roar and we're Mm -hmm. like, where did that come from? And we just look at each other like, we should go. And and I forgot about it. It was, yeah. So like, unless you asked me about that and we've been doing the show and I forgot I had a story.
0: Yeah, that I remember when you realized that, or when you recalled that story, I was like, "That's so funny." I'm sure that happens to a lot of people, and they just totally forget. Just
1: yeah, he, he, that's what I'm saying is that you have to, you kind of, if you know somebody well, or or at least gotten to know them, and they know that you're sincere and you're genuinely interested, uh, uh, you can ask more pointed questions. <laughs> well, um,
0: it, you know, and also it's knowing what questions to ask as well. Uh, because of, you know. I was talking to this lady about uh, there's a gang in Kansas called the Dalton Gang. Oh, then, yeah. Uh-huh. There's a big shootout. and um, Yeah, yeah. She lived in a house. It was, a bank. It was Coffeyville, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she told this really great story about um, an office building that was right around there. And just one day when she was alone, all this stuff happened. So she was telling me that story. <laughs> and this lady is – it's like at a convention. It was a weird place to do it. But I mean, I, I, we were both working, and she just happened to tell me about it. So I pulled the camera up and interviewed her. And then a lady was listening really intently. And she's like, I've got a story, but I don't want to tell on camera. So uh, like, okay. And it was about a cowboy lover she had for years oh, that wow. followed her from this hotel. But like you said, I feel like some little thing happened. Yeah. And over the years, she's made it this like erotic ghost novel. That she,
1: <laughs> oh well, she's oh, saying I, it was a goat. To be clear, it was a ghost that followed her home.
0: Yes. Oh,
1: that's interesting. And
0: she's but it would it would lay in bed with her and it and she had a a bad. <laughs> Boyfriend, yeah, and he would choke the ghost cowboy, would choke the boyfriend,
1: yeah. I well, I I know that sounds crazy, but we've heard uh, similar stories, especially uh, encounters with a succubi, a succubus, uh, and and, and an incubus. Uh, Sorry, the incubus, I think, would be. Oh, wait, uh, what's the what's the incubus the male version yeah so there's there are female and male versions of the spirits that basically drain your energy and a lot of it's through uh, uh, romantic uh, entanglements in a dream state uh, but people have also seen them. That's one of the crazy stories we didn't cover in our David Weatherly when we, when we did Strange Intruders. Uh, that's a book we didn't get to, partly because it, you know we're trying to keep it a family show. Uh, it's a little <laughs> bit lurid, but uh, there was one case where you know this, this was happening to uh, – it was a uh, young guy in India, and his energy was being drained and his health was being drained, and he didn't really know what was going on other than he had weird dreams. And then his brother one morning – uh, early in the morning, I think where there's still light, and he wakes up and sees this thing on top of his brother, oh, which yeah. looks like a big smoky ghost snake of some yeah. kind, hovering, you know, black mist hovering over his, uh, and then goes out the window. Like, oh my gosh, that is uh, <laughs> that's freaky. But yeah, so I, we've heard all kinds of freaky things, and and some of the details might be hazy, uh, but as we see, the the uh, the analogy is that uh, we, you know, long time ago, when we were talking about eyewitnesses is that uh, you might relay a story where, like, I got hit by this truck. This It was a red truck. Uh-huh. Well, you you do some research, it turns out, well, the truck was blue. It's like, yeah, okay, you got that wrong, but it didn't change the fact that you did get hit by a truck.
0: Right, and that's like, you know, they let those go by all the time, but they pick apart any sort of paranormal story. like, You know, but <laughs> yeah. people get those wrong all the time. Oh, okay, I got another yeah. question. Sure, sure, sure. Well, I was going to say, I think one of – that would be solved is, or I think it's already been solved mm-hmm. is the Oak Island mystery. Because I think, ah, uh, you think it has been solved. Well, I think Rick and Marty, the brothers who were digging. Yeah, there, Yeah. I think they found the treasure and the treasure was friendship and they found it. Oh, that's started. so
1: sweet, Max. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that, I, I do love that. I love that shot. <laughs> Stiller, Yeah
1: uh boy that's a good one i mean that's i, I that's one i really want to get back to so i saw the first two seasons
0: uh oh, like on season eight a new episode just came out today yeah they got-
1: no I, I gotta it's it's gonna take a little dedication but i want to get back into it and it's like yes they they do all this work and it's all this drama in the show and they find a uh a, a, you know a nail or a broken and then piece they of stop china the show, then they yeah. stop
0: it and they talk about the nail it's like just throw it in the bucket and keep going. You? <laughs> you're losing the season, yeah. man. Yeah,
1: no, that's see, that's a lot of it too. Is is what people have to realize is that you're trying to produce a TV show, and the same thing happens with with ghost shows, ghost hunting uh-huh. shows. That, uh, you know, a friend of, uh, who I went with to Waverly, you know, she was saying they arrived at Waverly right. It was the the night after uh, or the morning that uh, Ghost Adventures had just. Wrapped up their oh, shooting gross. at Waverly, so they were leaving. She said, "There's a semi full of ghost hunting equipment. They set up so many cameras because they have one night to get whatever they're going to get, and that has yeah. to be a show. You can't just spend, a, you know, yeah, what six hundred thousand uh, dollars for this one production, and you get nothing. <laughs> so they have to guarantee it as much as they can, and sometimes that doesn't always work out. You don't get much, and it's just like, oh, I heard a little, you know, I, I heard a scratch or." Uh, this glass got moved or, or something very light, but oftentimes that's the evidence you get. Now, if you went, even if you go back there every night for a year, it might be a handful of those experiences, Uh, but it doesn't uh, disprove that there's nothing going on. So with Oak Island, it's, that's one where I think perhaps and again I have to watch the show, and I'm I'm really interested to see what they come up with. But nothing's happened lately. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, thanks for spoiling for me. But I <laughs> I'll still watch I'll still watch the show. But yeah. here, here's what I'm saying is I think whatever the grand treasure is, it may have been ruined over the years. And that Oh, was for my sure. Conclusion. Uh, there was, and here's the thing that's logical to me is that you don't this group of people and they think uh, what maybe as many as 200 workers uh-huh. and engineers and planners worked for maybe two years on this yeah just the amount of they could see the trim the timber that was originally cut down because of the new growth in the area the cops of trees and just all the engineering and the mining that had to go into this it's like you don't
0: do that for a big joke right and then they said they found gold and but then the mine collapsed but Uh, they were all being financed by other people you and they had to pay part of the treasure but if you find the treasure you don't have to pay them if you say the mine collapsed (laughs) and Because yeah. Marty or Rick and Marty also fund treasure hunting on the uh, coast on, in the ocean somewhere on the coast, uh-huh. and they found this huge all these ships in like a really huge haul. Yeah, and then they reported it like you're supposed to, right? And the country was like, "Oh, those are those are ours, actually." Yeah,
1: yeah, that's happening. to That story with the guy in Florida who uh, found a galleon and uh, is in jail currently. Oh, well, that guy is—he uh, uh, won't say where it is, uh, and I think he'd stashed somewhere, and he's just waiting to ser- serve out his jail time, and get released oh, and spend no. okay. the the booty. I that's heard another. Of that. Well, that's another story. So that was. Uh, well, yeah, you have to obey the salvage laws and the, the reward laws of of various uh, principalities and countries, and they're not always uh, the same or equitable to the finder. Usually, of course, the state and that means either a, a U.S. state or a country, they, yeah, they, they're going to take their cut, of course. You know. <laughs> yeah. Or they take the whole thing. Or they take a... A, yeah. So like I said, they take the whole thing. Canada, we looked into this a little bit. They, their laws are slightly different in that it uh, depends on if it's his, considered historical or right. uh, what the uh, parameters are. But uh, yeah, Which they have a different say? Rules.
0: That's, uh, that's historical. That gold?
1: <laughs> that history gold. Yeah. Well, that's look, they're a... always hungry for money, like all of us, I guess. And so, no, but I
0: think you guys are really good on that show kind of talking about how all the ways some of the gold might have left throughout, Yeah. you know, and you, like I, I'm not sure if you, I think you posted show notes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was reading some mm-hmm. other stuff. It's like, okay, that guy, that guy on the land who yeah. took treasury, like he took, he got a little piece of it. Yeah. Somebody else got some pieces of yeah. it. And why would, why would anyone bury that much treasure and then leave it and never come back for it? And right. Right. Yeah. I think he <laughs> was there for sure. Cause
1: well, there's something there. It could also be uh, uh, something of sacred spiritual work, something uh, really important. I believe it could be a could be a religious object. Could be texts uh, that were preserved, possibly in mercury. You know, that's uh, that's one thing that they said. Uh, the original uh, drillers came up on with the auger that the uh, they found bits of mercury and 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 weird mm-hmm. metal. Uh, so it could be something like that. But the, yeah, there was the story of the uh, that person's grandfather who said uh, he. They thought he had bags of gold coins because he yeah. would, every once in a while just come out with one. <laughs> like,
0: Didn't they say that they found where he used to keep them or something? They found like the bags? They found – yeah, but nothing was there. He was uh, left. <laughs> yes, nothing – it's a, again, mysteries
1: within families and uh, people never tell because uh, he, that stuff you want to keep your mouth shut if you plan to enjoy Yes,
0: it. for Yeah, for real. Like, But I feel bad for those guys because I – I think they can solve it. They're finding a lot of pieces of where stuff was, and stuff. Yeah. But I don't think they're ever going to find anything there. Which they they care about the history too. So sure, sure. So that's good. No,
1: I'm. I, it's uh, more power to them because otherwise, uh, you know, again, it's like with the Earhart, nothing happens, right? Unless somebody gets behind there, then uh, you know, you, or you find a, a mysterious billionaire benefactor, nothing really happens with that stuff because you know they're just regular people. Uh, with with some information and a dream, and wanting to pursue a mystery, but it costs millions of dollars. I'll do it. <laughs> give up your stash of
0: gold doubloons. Uh, yeah, random. The finance grader, Really, <laughs> I'm just going to use that money. But no, the Amelia Earhart one. I'd be that would be the only one I'm okay with never yeah. solving. Oh, you th- why? Why is that? Because it brings people to the story of Amelia Earhart. I'm from Kansas, mm. you know. Sure. Oh, yeah. sure. And she was just my favorite growing up, and. Her stories. Her story is awesome. Yeah, not that, but that makes it so much fun to discover and learn about her. So that one, absolutely. I, yeah,
1: no, it's. Uh, I loved. Uh, we love visiting her house and and just hearing her life story. And uh, uh, one of the guys who is um, Alex, who is one of the you could say curator or caretaker or docent of sorts. Uh, with uh, he just got fascinated with the, her story and the mystery uh he's there quite a bit helping out and he recommended a book called i think just it's called for the fun of it and and he said it was a great biography it's sold in the gift shop there and he said that's not about the mystery it's just about her life story and her love of flying and adventure yeah and uh just a uh, a really heroic person with uh what i love is just uh brave <laughs> you know just uh fearless in a way skilled uh, but uh, willing to take a chance, and that's why we're all still talking about her to this yeah. day.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's just all my when I was a kid, all my book reports, all my <laughs> oh, really? Oh, he's a popular, yeah.
1: Well, that I mean, on top of that, like I said, you have not only that, but you have uh, one of the great mysteries of all time, yeah. Uh, you know to to an ending and it, and it keeps it all alive but certainly if you visit atchison it's still very much alive you know <laughs> well there's not much else going on <laughs> well there is a haunted house there <laughs> as, you, as you may have heard which is a weird coincidence in our book because uh that's the sally house has had such an impact on our show and us personally and uh it was an afterthought as we said on the show we weren't even gonna visit because we thought like I'll oh, maybe if we have time and we couldn't uh we couldn't make arrangements and then finally uh uh, Maria uh, had, you know, was the person giving the tours and also the director of tourism there at the time. And uh, Maria Miller, and she said, "Oh, well, I can open it up for you if you want to come by this afternoon." Like, okay, fine. <laughs> a side trip that turned into a, uh, you know, quite a turning point. Uh, yeah. Us. So, uh, but it, but it's weird it, to, to reconcile those two things because earlier in the day we went to the uh, cemetery there and saw the Otis family uh markers and the Earhart markers and and uh you know the felt the reverence there for uh those families in the town Uh, and then you go to this other place which is phenomenally haunted it's like and atchison is considered one of the the most
0: haunted towns in kansas if not the u.s well we're we're also on the what it's the forty seventh parallel, or what's the parallel? Oh, it's thirty seventh, maybe. That's the,
1: There's well, thirty. Weird stuff happens along the thirty seventh parallel, but you're also part of the the limestone water connection there. Oh yeah, with the rivers and that whole theory of uh, the limestone beds uh, being a big stone tape theory sponge. Yeah, that releases and and using it as a conduit from different towns and houses and properties and and uh, and places, even leading maybe to the mammoth caves. It's all that. Yep.
0: That's like the. Did you watch that? Uh, actually, I think Scott tweeted out, but the mm-hmm. house in between. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I like yeah, that's that. Yeah, that the is fact-
1: another. Yeah, exactly. That's another uh, theory with that house is that the limestone underneath, or or it also quartz, different minerals, uh, has something to do with the land combined with human activity.
0: Yeah. Well, I I really was enjoying that, and then, oops, and then mm-hmm. my my wife came in, and it was at the part where the they're watching the baseball be moved down the stairs. Yes. Yeah. And she goes, what are you watching? And I go, this is really good. And she goes, "Because the baseball bounced down the stairs? And it like, took <laughs> me out of it. I was like, oh man, I was way too into this. <laughs> yeah. It's fun, it's a fun watch.
1: No, it, that's, that, uh, it was something I was actually going to mention is, as to our point about having, you know, they're there maybe uh, a week, uh, you know, three, three nights a week, maybe longer. Uh-huh. And, uh, it doesn't pay off like a slot machine it's right. not there at your beck and call so they gets a lot of other weird stuff i mean the the rem pods are going crazy in multiple locations that's a good sign that you got activity because that's a fairly simple electronic device either it goes off or it doesn't and you uh-huh. get near it you know within a few inches of the antenna and it goes off but nothing else it doesn't react to anything else uh and, you know, it's very unlikely four or five of them all going off at once is just a fluke. Yeah. So you look at that, but, but as far as the base, yes, I know in the aspect of the baseball rolling down the stairs, it's like, that's the big uh, payoff. That's the big McGill. Yeah, I was like,
0: well, she just walked in. She, she didn't, it, I was like, no, it's, <laughs> like, yeah, I understand why you think that just walking in. I know,
1: I know. But here, here's my point though, is if, if, uh, I, I would imagine if you guys set that up in your house and, uh. And she left the baseball on the stairs, and if it's sitting in the same spot for three days, and then she looks at the stairs, and a thing starts rolling and
0: bouncing, yeah, you're gonna hear some yelling going on. She she wouldn't she would think I was doing it. She (laughs) it's always gonna be you goofing around. And this this house is just it's not. I mean, the electricity is terrible in this house. I see. I see. So it causes a lot of like the other day, both of our. Well, I installed them, which isn't great. Both of our lights burned <laughs> yeah. out on the same uh, day. I see, but I—if I hadn't installed them, i would have been like, "That's a sign." Yeah, but I knew. I yeah. just like—I did them at the same time, and I probably did them wrong. Do you see other? Do you have other weird stuff going on in your house? No, but at our old house, well, yeah, I—you don't be have to get into it. i just—well, yeah. I hate to be the person who share. Who, I'm sure people share with the all the time. I see. At my old house—I heard someone say from outside. They uh-huh. said, "Winnie," my own dog's name. Uh huh. And Winnie got up on the bed, and it was so clear. I was like. Someone, the neighbor must, someone's in the yard. Yeah. So we and I both went out and searched the same spot in the yard. But the weird thing was it sounded just like my voice. Oh, so maybe was I was visiting vocal or something. It's weird. It's, yeah, there's a phenomenon of, of like
1: vocal doppelgangers or or echoes. That's another uh, phenomenon that happens. Uh, people have seen themselves. We just, uh, oh, we just had somebody tweet this uh, to us. I got to, I actually don't have to respond to it. I liked it, but I hadn't made a comment on Twitter. Uh, where this person's uh, this listener's sister, uh, you know, I think their their child was getting ready for bed. Uh, she tells, uh, you know, the sister tells her daughter, like, OK, brush your teeth, get ready for bed. And then a few moments later, the uh, the daughter's head pops up from behind the bed. And she's <sighs> like, hey, I told you to stop goofing around. I told you to brush your teeth, get to bed. And she hears her daughter from the bathroom like, I, well, yeah, mom, I am. Oh, God. It's like, wait a second, what was that? Now here's part of the apathy: is that uh, uh, this sister of the of the listener didn't mention it <laughs> for like a couple of days. Like, oh yeah, you know what? This happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's that's freaky. Now it's that not something freaky. necessarily evil. I, I, sometimes people do see echoes of yeah. other people, so there could be a, a host of things going on. It's not always a demon. That's <laughs> keep that in mind. It's not always something evil or bad, but. Uh, Uh, Certainly, we've heard stories of that, Which and also uh, vocal. uh, That's a very common thing, actually. I've heard that a bunch of times where people have heard – or they've heard themselves in an – oh, that happened to James Willis. Uh, Somebody in an EVP at one of their investigations, and it may be the um, the James Thurber house, uh, which is really active. They're doing an investigation, and there's an EVP, but it sounds like one of the people on the team, and they did not say it. No, thank you. <laughs> I, it's, I know it's disturbing. Yes. I don't want to
0: hear myself. Yeah, <laughs> that's creepy. But uh, that's a great story. That's interesting. That's fascinating, though, that uh, the dog – well, the dog is reacted. Yeah. I cool. would have not thought anything about it. I would have thought I was dreaming or thought – but the dog. Yeah. And she, you know, she doesn't listen to anybody else, really. So that's right. why it was weird right. that she listened because it was my voice talking wow. to her. Oh, yeah. But I didn't know about that. That was a common name. Check that out.
1: That was uh, yeah. I mean, just research that. I think you'll find it fascinating. And like I said, it, it just seems to be a phenomenon. And there's cases throughout uh, history. One of my favorites, uh, you know, happened in the 1880s or whatever. You know, like an old saloon out west, maybe in Colorado. <laughs> uh, you know, it was a very small uh, western town, and this guy. It's documented that uh, this guy walks through the saloon, you know, and everybody says, "Hey, Tom," or whatever his name was, and, and like, and he's not paying attention. He's looking straight forward. He's not. Has no expression, and they're like, "Hey, you're you okay? Look, you're all right," and just walks right from the door, and all the way through the saloon, and walks out the back. And then a few minutes later, here he comes again. It's like, "Hey, Tom, you didn't just go out the back?" He's like, "Yeah, how's everyone doing?" I was like, "Well, you didn't say anything the first time." I was like, "I haven't been here yet today." Oh weird. And so people, yeah, those, those kind of things do uh, happen and get rec- uh, recorded, but uh, it is a it is a weird phenomenon. Like, what is that? That's one of the creepiest Jim Harold anecdotes was a guy uh, uh, who recorded for the his his campfire podcast uh-huh. that he was hiking up uh and i can't remember exactly where this was but it's a little hilly terrain on a on a regular path but it's a park known for a lot of paranormal activity maybe in bucks county pennsylvania somewhere along that but uh, he's hiking up this hill and he turns around and he sees himself right behind him oh. With this express uh, oh, emotionless <laughs> expression, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: what do you do with that? Uh, it's <laughs> you. Well, it's not really you in in that form. So that's very disturbing. I, of course, it creeped him to the bone. And well, ah, you know, turns around, of course, and it's gone. But I'd be like, "Can you go to work for me today?" Because there's <laughs> so much I would like you to accomplish. So just think of all the things that two of us could get done. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, my uh, my wife's texting me. So okay, I got to go get take over but yes what a pleasure to have you for this extra time absolutely so well, man yeah oh,
1: no this is uh max is why uh, partly why we do the show is uh, and why we did well first start off we like talking about this kind of stuff with each other and the few friends and it, surprisingly most of our friends aren't interested in this stuff <laughs> uh they'll listen here and there and and uh but uh, but only after we've had the show so we like talking about this stuff uh, because it's kind of rare with each other and, and like-minded individuals and uh, with folks like yourself because it is kind of like a big group of friends. That's exactly why how we feel the show should be and, and what it's become. And uh, because once you experience something weird, you are now in a special club of sorts. Yeah. Because uh, and, and you understand. Or maybe nothing. Maybe you don't believe. There's a lot of people that we uh, chat with and are friends that – we're still very very skeptical and, and not believing this stuff but they're interested in it and that's all it takes
0: and you can always win people over it just take some time sometimes you know? <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> well hey thank well, you so much again i know th- uh,
1: yeah man thank you thank you so much for inviting us it's it's an honor uh oh, and and a, a you know a treat and very flattering that you even consider having us on oh uh, my on god show? No, wait,
0: no, you guys are so nice to be on
1: absolutely but we love talking about this stuff especially with you and uh uh yeah anytime uh, you want to have us on again just just ask we'll, okay. uh, we'll make time for you I'll call you tomorrow okay. <laughs> It'll, i'm telling you man it's your time you're the one with the <laughs> with the with the wife and the kids so. I, yeah, I
0: hear them like banging around
1: yeah well the, yeah i've uh i've got other than you know working on this show i'm not doing a whole lot else so uh, always a <laughs> little chat
0: you got a little studio right. there you can Awesome. i know i'm in
1: my uh, i'm in my glass phone booth of uh of Fortiano. emotion
0: yeah exactly <laughs> all right well i'll talk to you later thank you so much yeah
1: thanks so much max talk to you later